Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrant. Hello, everyone, and welcome back in to another week of Train, Eat, Repeat. That intro, uh, Andrea always has the headphones on. I've just giving you guys a picture, and she literally jumps every time. This is episode 62. I think she's it's been on so at least loud. 20 of them, and it scares her every single time. Hi, everyone. How's everyone doing this week? I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, a couple of things on the horizon. want to get you guys updated. Uh, before we jump into this week's episode, we're going to be talking about negotiations. Ooh, and excuses. <laughs> Um, something that we all do, uh, but really um, wanted to talk about how we get past our negotiations that keep us from making progress towards our goals. So a couple updates, um, the Perry Reboot. What the heck is that? Super excited, guys. We have a new program coming out. It is a four-week program, and it is for women that are experiencing perimenopause. And what um, you can learn from it is you can learn how to eat based on where you fall within your cycle within that month because there's four different cycles. We're going to teach you what those four different cycles are, how to eat each week during those four cycles, how to exercise and move your body, and what you need to do during those four weeks to um, feel better uh, hormonally, to maybe lose a little bit of bloating, a little bit of belly weight, um, and to really understand how to listen to your body during through the as you go through that whole month. And what's great about this program is that it's uh, basically everything's there that you would need. Yeah, it's a one-stop shop. We'll send you the exercises. We send you nutrition guidelines. We send you um, how to uh, talk to yourself in the morning to help rewrite, the, rewrite those neuropathogens for more positive self-talk and reflection. And you'll also be part of a private Facebook group, too. Mm-hmm. Um, this program is such that you don't necessarily need to get in right away and it runs for 30 days and then it's just over. But you can join this program at any point and just jump in. So what's great about that is, is that over the course of uh, women going through the program, there's going to be a lot of things that are learned and, we, and a lot of things that we will learn too mm-hmm. from, from the members that are going through it. So that way we can continually refine it. But also too, we expect people to share sort of like some of their wins, some of their struggles, because the, a woman that joins three months from now might be going through the exact same thing. And when she can just look back and say, oh, this person was going through it too. This is completely normal. I'm not alone right. in this entire process. Right. So we just finished uh, shooting the videos. We just have to put the final touches on some of the things and we should be releasing the program Within the next week or next two. Next week, let's next say week. it. Let's it's going to be next week. week. Yep. I'm super excited, you yep. guys. I think you're going to absolutely love this program. And here's the great thing, too. If you are interested, you can reach out to Andrea and I through Facebook or Instagram. Um, a lot of you guys know us, have our phone number. Just reach out to us. Um, and if you want my phone number or her, her phone number, we can we can do that for you, too. Um, and it's, it's good because we talked a little bit about it last week, and we've already had people reaching out to us asking in questions. So that's great. Bring the questions. Absolutely. Um, and this program to start, we're doing a introductory sale on it. Mm -hmm. So it's actually normally $97. Mm -hmm. We're going to be giving it away at $47 (laughs) uh, for the entire 30-day program. You'll have access to videos for all of your workouts. Again, you will have nutrition guidelines Mm -hmm. um, on sort of what to eat and also what to eat during your cycle. I think that's the most important piece Mm -hmm. is like really refining the types of foods that we eat during each phase of the cycle um, that can help you feel better and manage some of those paramenopausal symptoms. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then on another note, 
So we actually shot these videos. We got really fancy with our light system, and we were actually in a really really nice gym. Yes. Um, And I'm actually going to be training at this gym three days a week uh, in the morning. Something that has always been my passion has been has been coaching. Obviously, I I do it virtually, but but more so in person coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, And now with things regulating um, at at post COVID and people feeling more comfortable going into spaces, I'm going to be training out of home team fitness and wellness in Wixom, Michigan, right off Beck Road. Um, I already have one spot filled uh, twice a week, Mm -hmm. um, but have a few more spots left. So if you are interested in doing some one on one in person training, um, definitely uh, message us through Facebook. And it's a great gym, you guys. It's very comfortable, uh, very intimate in the sense that it's not an open gym where other people will be there, but it's got great equipment and the owners are amazing. Amazing people. And they also run massage out of there, too. Mm -hmm. So you can get two birds with one stone. Mm -hmm. And to Andrew's point, because I'm the only coach there in the morning, this business just started for for my buddy and his wife. Um, It's just going to be you and me. Yeah, which is perfect because not only will you just have the privacy, but you won't have to wait for any equipment. Everything's super clean and you have the specific tension of... Tyler of your coach right then and there. And so any great. music you want to listen to, <laughs> you know, you, you dictate the playlist. But this is a great addition to what we already offer. So you guys, we have this Perry Reboot that's coming out. We also have offered the Jumpstart program in the past, virtual programs. Which will be coming back in September. Virtual programs that we do right now with our clients. And we also offer one-on-one. So we have just a whole gamut of services that we can supply for you guys. Absolutely. All with the purpose of giving you what you need in order to uh, take another step towards your goals. Mm -hmm. So let's jump right into the episode. Um, Enough about us. Um, Let's talk about uh, negotiations. Um, So how would you, how would you define a negotiation? I would define a negotiation as if I do this, I'm going to do this instead. I, I would like to do this, and then I'm going to justify it to myself. It's a justification process. Um, an example, uh, I'm going to eat this hamburger, which I would never say. I'm going to eat this hamburger. Maybe if it was vegan. But I'm going to work out in the gym for an extra 30 minutes because I want to eat this hamburger. Okay. I like that. I mean, I, I, I sort of wrote down when I was thinking about negotiations, because they happen all the time, you know, even with us, they happen all the time, but you're basically validating other priorities for what you need to need to do for yourself. It's sort of what the way I would like to phrase it. And I, and I think there's a distinct difference between a negotiation and an excuse. Mm -hmm. First of all, an excuse to me is sort of telling that you are Mm close-minded to, to any, thing new, right? Like, like you don't even see the possibility of change in your life right now because you can't afford it. Don't have any time, Mm -hmm. not a priority. Mm -hmm. Like you're not even entertaining the idea. Totally closed off. It's very, it's an emotional reaction. Or, or maybe you make it the excuse because it it just doesn't feel comfortable for you because you don't believe in yourself. Right. right? And you're out of, it's something out of your comfort zone. So you don't think that you can do it. So you automatically shut it down. Right. And we won't get too deep into excuses. Um, That could be an entirely different podcast and conversation in itself, because if you're in that 
excuse phase right now, you have a long road to go to be able to get to a negotiation. Mm -hmm. Negotiations more so are happening with the people that you know what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You know how to do it, Mm -hmm. but you continuously are derailing yourself With negotiations. So the reason why we were coming up with this topic today is because we've had a couple of these talks with our clients. And like Tyler had said before, we do this a lot with ourselves, but we call ourselves out on our own BS when this happens. Um, It's like a justification process. You are, I've been good all week, so I'm going to go and do this. No, it's not a reward system right? It's not a checks and balances. It's, it's, you have to realize that you're, you're doing this negotiation with yourself and, and kind of realize and be aware of it. And I think there's a couple times or reasons why a negotiation would happen. Uh, number one would be that you, your logical brain is completely taxed out. Mm-hmm. Much easier to make a negotiation when mm, you're, you're tired, you're tired mm-hmm. right? And you don't feel like doing something. Sure. Um, or you make a negotiation when you feel like what you've done is enough, even though you know in the back of your head that what, what all you did was something that you've already done before, right? right? And right. change only happens when you push yourself outside of that comfort zone. And and granted, that it's a little bit cliche and it's also a little bit too generic to say, well, well, how much is too much or how much is not enough? But pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone it, you're more, you're going to get more and more negotiations. But I think the the first step really to eliminating those negotiations, like you said, like I'm going to make sure that I work out an extra 30 minutes mm-hmm. or I'm going to skip my workout today, um, but then I'm going to do it, you know, mm-hmm. later on or I'll do it in, in the next couple of days mm-hmm. and is, is the awareness factor. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be aware that you are negotiating with yourself. And all too often, I don't think that we do. And the dangerous thing of that is, is that one negotiation turns into two negotiations, which turns into three, which turns into four, you know, and James. And then that habit that you've created is is no more. Correct. Yeah. I mean, and I've talked about this before in Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the most damaging thing to, um, or the greatest thing about habit change is building a streak. A streak of consistency will always help you build a habit, but it's when you miss the second day, not the first. First day, okay, that might happen from time to time, right? That's so, that's sort of the unforeseen, which we'll talk about in a second. But it's when you get into day two, day three, day four. That's when your old habit that was a good habit is is starting to die, mm-hmm. and your new habit of just sort of taking it easy, going back to what you know. Um, and and a lot of times negotiating, it's not just the fact that it's keeping you from getting to your goal. It's keeping you from becoming the person you want to be, that identity. So the first step towards making sure that we identify or, or eliminate negotiations is that awareness. Right. So understand when you when you start doing it, say, OK, stop. I'm negotiating with myself. Why am I doing this? Right. So why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And when is it happening more frequently? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it always happening when you have family coming into, into town? Is it always happening when, um, you know, you're really tired at the end of a night and you didn't prep? Right? So now I have to grab whatever is available or whatever I can go out and grab. So identifying when and why is going to be very important for you to nip that in the butt. Because mm-hmm. if we can't identify that, then we simply reverse engineer it and say, okay, what things can I do inside of my sort of week? inside of my planning that will ensure that I have zero opportunities to negotiate with myself. 
The second one is stop keeping score with yourself. Mm. And I love this one. We, we alluded to it just a second ago. Because of this or because I did this, I don't need to do this. Right. I've been so good all week. I've been so good. I can go ahead and eat this ice cream. Right. And I think what you have to look at it as is like, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a, a keep, we're not keeping score here. And the reason why is that you will drive yourself mad. Like so crazy right. trying to. And it's, it's a negative mindset that you're, you're putting out there that you're going to have this ice cream that you know, it's not good for you, or you know, it's not on your diet, but why not just, it's not because you've been doing so good. If you, if you want the ice cream, have the ice cream. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and making that choice, right? Not, not saying, oh, well, I've been really good this week, so I'm going to allow myself this. That already creates a bad relationship with food. It's seeing food as good and bad, right? In which we know that there are foods that are better for us than most. But if you're making that choice, and it's just a choice you make because, hey, you know what? I'm going to have this, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to worry about it. Mm -hmm. As long as your other habits are in place. The slippery slope with that, though, is that if you are a person that does not have self-control, you haven't been practicing these new habits, and let's say you had a, an addiction to sugar or you had an addiction to uh, to carbohydrates, which is completely possible with the blissy foods they have in the market, right? Then you have it, and then that triggers the snowball, right? And you just continue to go and continue to go and continue to go. So stop keeping score. If you're going to make a choice make sure that it's the choice that aligns with the identity that you want to be. So you're aware of it first and we're not keeping score. And this next one's my favorite one. Number three. What is number three? Number three, that you're taking responsibility for your actions. So the, um, you know, I'm going out with my friends and I know they're going to be drinking. So I'm going to have to have a drink. Your friends aren't twisting your arm to have a drink. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you have it planned out in your in your plan and your goal that you're only going to drink two nights a week and it might be on Friday and Saturday night. Those are your two drinking nights and you go out to dinner with your girlfriends on Tuesday and um, it's not your drinking night, then don't drink. Or if you want to switch, OK, then I'm going to drink this, but I'm not going to drink on Friday. I'm going to switch one day still within my two day time frame kind of thing. One of the best things that you can do for yourself is to call yourself excuse my French, on your own bullshit, yeah. right? Like there are numerous times and, and not being, I don't want you to get down on yourself about it. That's not my point. But my point is, is like, don't try to pass the buck onto anyone else other than yourself. No one's forcing you to do it. Right. And and some of the social norms that are out there, for instance, like social drinking, I think is one of the best examples, right? And I'm, and I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. I have a, a cocktail every once in a while, sure. right? But it, I don't do it because everybody else is doing it. That's not my mindset. My mindset is I'm going to have one and enjoy one because that's part of the camaraderie, right? It's not I have to do this. It's, again, I choose to do this. Right, but you choose to only have one or two. You 100%. don't choose to have five and seven. Because I know my own boundaries. Right, right? and that's, that's the thing. You have boundaries. You set yourself in place, and you take responsibility for that. So I think that that's huge that you're taking responsibility for that and that you know specifically that you're not going to let the reins go, let so to speak, and just, you know, go off the deep end. And if you constantly find that you're, you're, you're start, you start to use a phrase like, oh, I, I had to do this or had to do that, ask yourself why again. 
Why did I have to do that? Was it because that's the way I've always done things, which then that would be a habit that you need to break, right? Is it something that you utilize as a, as a negotiating mechanism? I had to do this. Let us, you know, I had to go and do this. Right. My hands were tied. No, your hands are never tied. You no. are your own person. It was easier route for you to take. And more, yeah, because your comfort zone is always going to be the easiest route to take, right? right? But growth doesn't happen in comfort. Growth happens through struggle and trial and error and all the things that people don't want to hear because it's frightening. And I get that. Mm -hmm. And just like Andrea said, there are numerous times, numerous instances, and I'm sure you could think of more yourself where you didn't take responsibilities for your actions. Your actions were actually dictated by your circumstances or your surroundings. Right. And the other thing, too, is and we've talked about this before. If you surround yourself with the right people, nobody cares. And in most cases, when you think people do care, they actually could care less. Right. They don't really care. Right. Right. Not paying attention. So Andrea hit on this point, but how you take responsibility for your actions, you have to set boundaries. You have to plan. And and planning sounds scary because it's another thing that the logical brain has to do. Um, but if you set boundaries like I'm only going to have drinks, especially when you know you have a habit you need to break. Starting small. I'm only going to have dairy one time this week. I'm only going to have two nights where I have at least a drink of alcohol, right? Um, and and setting some of those boundaries. And, and you could say, well, Tyler, that kind of sounds like you're keeping score. It, you're, you're not keeping score, but you're also, we're not perfect. So right. we we are not perfect, but we set boundaries so that this does not become a streak on the other end to break our habits, so to speak. So we go out every Thursday night and have a date night. We don't, uh, we don't look at, uh, we don't concern ourselves with what we're going to eat. It might not be the healthiest option or it might be a healthy option, but we don't set it apart that it's going to be, well, I know on this I'm going to do, I'm going to have a burger and nachos and margaritas and I'm just going to let it, no, we go out to dinner and we enjoy ourselves and we don't make ourselves feel guilty about it, but we know that that is our night to do that, but we don't do it every single night. We have boundaries. This is our boundary around Thursday night. And the boundaries were set because of the idea identity in which we want to be, right? So that's, maybe that's the most important thing out of this whole conversation is like, do you know who you want to be and do you know what you're actually capable of? What do you identify with? And we're not saying you have to be perfect, that you can never go out and have an ice cream. But if you're going to have an ice cream, don't use it as a negotiation. Well, I worked out five days this week and I ate really well, so I deserve that ice cream. Again, it's not a reward system. My family's going to go out and you know what? It's a nice day. I'm, I'm craving ice cream. I'm going to have one, but I'm going to have a small one. I'm going to have the kid's size because I just want to taste. I just want it just, just to taste for it, you know, and that's all I need. And, and the thing is, is if you're creating a reward system for something that contradicts the identity that you're trying to create. So that was a perfect example you just gave. I've been eating really good. So let's say that your identity you want to create is that you want to feel good, meaning that I am at a healthy weight, healthy body fat. I have good numbers from my doctor. Um, and and ultimately, like when I say feel good, like digestion's on point. I don't feel bloated. I don't feel like I'm going to go into a food coma. You know, you're creating that identity. You're ruining the identity if 
the reward you give you is contradicting right, the, what you're doing, what you're yeah, doing right? Right, right? So so create a reward system that is separate from that. So maybe let's just use an example here. Let's say I want to um, clean up my diet and I'm going to try and eat minimally processed or be plant-based. Okay. Let's just say that that's, that's the person you want to become. Every single week that you hit at least five meals of plant-based foods, okay, you reward yourself by putting some money in a bank account for a vacation. Two completely different, right. like, uh, ideas there, right? Right. It, and, and you could also, it, it's going to be more motivating because maybe your goal is that you want to fit into this X bathing suit, sure. right? You want to wear uh, a bikini versus that one piece that you've been holding on to. Um, and I always wear a one piece being a guy. So, um, <laughs> but my whole point is, is that then it's more motivating too to keep that identity and or those habits going versus rewarding yourself with something that is totally contradicting what you are trying to accomplish, right? That's why like we never, t- I hate the word cheat meal. I hate that word. Like cheating, <laughs> When is cheating ever good? Right. Right. Cheating on a chest, cheating on your on your spouse. Never. It's never a good thing. So why are we doing that with food? Um, so big things, big rocks in terms of eliminating negotiations. And again, if you're already making excuses, we need you to ask yourself who you want to be and why that's important. The negotiations are for those of you that are already already know what you need to do, already know what you want to do, but you more so are not more so than not don't have these four things in place to ensure that negotiations happen less often. So the first one is awareness that you are negotiating. When and why do you find yourself negotiating with yourself? Like when is that happening? What circumstances are going on around you? Um, number two, stop keeping score with yourself. It is not, hey, I was this good, so I get to have this, or, oh, I'm going to have this burger, but I'm going to work out really hard. That is creating a terrible relationship with food or anything else that you're keeping score with, right? Like, you being a good example of like, oh, I'm going to stay up late and watch this, but I'll catch up with my sleep on the weekend, Mm -hmm. which first of all, we know we don't ever catch up on (laughs) sleep, right? Number three, take responsibility for your actions. Micro accountability is the number one way. Calling yourself on your own BS Mm -hmm. and making sure that you are saying, I choose to do this, not I need to do this because of X, Y, and Z. And number four is set boundaries and plan. And planning sounds scary, but start small. Plan for what you want your identity to be and do not set those boundaries or set keeping score um, by uh, rewarding yourself. With a thing they're trying to not With a thing you're trying not to develop. Yes. Those are the biggest things. Yes, absolutely. And negotiations are going to happen, guys. Listen, we're not perfect. Oh, like we said at the beginning, we do them. Yeah, 100%. But more times than not, when we decide to make a negotiation, we're still trying to make a decision that we know is not going to derail our identity. Correct. Like this today, you know, sometimes your day gets away with you and you are going to work out first thing in the morning and, you know, something happens with the kids or the work or whatever it might be, but you still fit it in through that day because that's what you identify with. And you know it's something that serves you. It's important. It's something that's important to you. And if it's important to you, then you're going to make the time. You'll for figure it, it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And I guess that's it's sort of a, a sort of a, a four A is that the one way that you you eliminate negotiations is asking yourself if you really are enjoying the identity you're becoming. You may not know. 
right? You may say, you know, surface level things like I want to lose weight. I want to feel good. But do you know what that actually takes? Mm -hmm. And do you, do you know that if that lifestyle is going to be conducive for you? And really doing that negotiation, is it really going to be hard to do the one thing that you've been trying to do? Mm -hmm. Try and do it. Try and do that one hard thing. And I would, I would say you need to do it multiple times right. before it becomes not comfortable, Secondhand. but before you actually realize if it's actually serving you or not. Right. Yeah. Huge. So hope you guys enjoyed this conversation around negotiations. Would love to hear your thoughts. Make sure you leave uh, your comments on the iTunes app um, while you're there. If you wouldn't mind giving us a five-star uh, review and share and, it with friends. Yeah, absolutely. If you know somebody who is struggling uh, to reach their goals, this could be a valuable episode to sort of get over that hump. Um, and they may not even realize that they need it. But more times than not, we've had enough conversations with individuals. We've had enough conversations with ourselves. Kind of sounds like we're crazy, but we talk to ourselves quite a bit. <laughs> um, and it's it's healthy. It's good for you. But the thing is, is that we all sometimes need a reminder to not negotiate with ourselves. That what we want is possible and that you can do it. Absolutely. You guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferret or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.